0: okay 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 welcome back everyone to the life iq podcast where the goal is always to learn something we're back with another episode and the guest today was by popular demand you know we're on this question right now am i smart enough we've had some banger episodes with rehan and matilda so if you haven't heard those go back and listen to them but i started getting texts on my phone people hitting me up like david you gotta get got to get this person on the pod you know he's doing big things right now in his nine to five he's doing big things on the side this is a guy that i've known now for quite a bit we've actually had a little bit of parallels in our lives um, that we've that have been pretty unplanned went to the same high school together in, in ottawa went to the same university uh we're in the same faculty in engineering kind of took a similar path doing cusa venture canada and then working in the tech space this is a guy that I find is one of the smartest people I know and I really really look up to so I'm super excited to welcome my boy Zamir Masjedi to the Life You pod Zamir what's up how you doing damn
1: David oh what an intro I'm doing well man thank you thank you thank you for the kind words it's great to be here yes
0: sir well, I'm happy to have you man I'm happy that you were so eager and, and uh, happy to hop on the pod before we get into you know the meat of the conversation today how you doing how's life how are things out on the west coast dude man i love vancouver
1: okay i love the (laughs) west coast yeah i i I think about this all the time man it's it's there's so much fun out here so much this might be one of the most like action-packed summers too so it's kind of like biased in that sense we've had a ton of friends come by and visit and get a kick it with them show them around bc show them around vancouver all these things so um yeah it's just it's it's been a real pleasure to be out here and uh for the next foreseeable future, as far as I can tell, we'll be posted. So if you're trying to make another trip sometime soon, please come out here. But
0: yeah, life's good out here, man. We love it. Yeah, that's, that's good to hear, man. For context, for everyone listening, I've had a lot of friends who have done the exodus from Ontario out to BC. And um, Zamir was kind of, you know, one of the first people on the wave. He's, he went out there, I think a year and a half ago now, or maybe just a year ago um, at this point. But uh, I had a chance to go out to Van in, in April with a few friends. And Every night, bro, I was getting the the hard pitch from Zamir as to why Vancouver is better than Toronto. Um, he hasn't sold me yet, but I mean, for sure, I'll be I'll be out there as much as possible. So, besides like you know work and everything like that, what's going on with you right now? Oh man, we uh,
1: there's a lot. We're right now on the move to Ontario in a couple hours, taking a flight out there to to catch some weddings. It's wedding season, as I like to call it, because obviously it didn't happen yes last sir. year, so you find a ton of them are taking place right now. I think like three different weddings and a bachelor party in like a seven day window. So that's a that's gonna be a great time to be a part of all that. Um, excited for it. And then when we get back, we're here for a couple of weeks, and then. Regan and I were going to Colombia for a month, so that's on the docket too. So we're really excited for that to come in and take place. Getting advice now from all my Colombian and Latin friends on what to check out over there. Because, as you know, we had a, a trip planned. We were going to go to Bali, yeah. you and I, a couple of the friends, oh Rehan. Oh, man. It was unfortunate we had to cancel that one simply because, you know, conditions aren't great there right now. So, and, and like I to say postpone, not a cancel. We'll get to check it out. We'll get it explore, but exactly so in the meantime we're going to check out colombia so yeah the next couple
0: months are looking really exciting man and uh we're we're, we're excited to see what it's all ends up being like yes sir well i'm happy to hear you're thriving man this guy's doing wedding season doing it up going to colombia coming to ontario all that kind of stuff Um, i know you're doing a a lot of other stuff besides enjoying life on the side which we're going to talk about um, a little bit so to quickly introduce what we've been talking about the past couple episodes our question right now is am i smart enough am i smart enough so we're talking about experiences in our personal lives and essentially when it comes to turning an idea uh in your case zamir turning an idea into a company uh building a team validating that idea other against others and then you know it all falls under the theme of kind of betting on yourself so i really want to dig into the stuff that you're working on right now and even just the process that you've gone through in the past two and a half years since you graduate university uh, to get to the point that you're at right now. I think it's two and a half, but it might be longer. Yeah, two and a half. That's what LinkedIn tells
1: me. You know, I feel like it blurs yeah. together when you work on anything for that long, right? You're just, <laughs> yeah. It's been a while, but yeah, no, it's, uh, it's been one hell of a ride so far and man, it's just getting started. So yeah,
0: let's talk about it. So yeah, getting into it, man, just give me the elevator pitch on your idea. Listen, because that's going to be kind of the the overarching question that we have today. And then I'm going to dig into a little bit and kind of get your thoughts on some stuff. But for anyone who doesn't know what it is, what is Listen? Of course. Yeah. Listen is a podcast discoverability platform.
1: Uh, We aim to organize the best moments from podcasts. So what does that really mean? It means when you're listening to a podcast, you hear something you really like. It might be just a single idea, a single story, a single point. Um, Within our application, we give you the ability to clip that segment of a long format episode. And what you do with that clip, entirely up to you. You know, you could save it. Sometimes you hear something really great. You're like, I want to make sure that I can reference this again later in the future for myself so you can keep it there so you can easily check it out again. Or you could share it with others if you think that they're going to enjoy it. But what we're really excited about is actually what we can begin to do when we start to organize these clips together across the platform. Because right now, the typical user, right, listens to about five to six podcast shows. And even within those five to six shows, Episodes are typically anywhere from 30 minutes to three hours. It's a lot of content that you get surfaced and you might not necessarily have the time to listen to all of that. So you end up skipping out on episodes or doing what you got to do, but you're always consuming based on who that host is or who that show is. And there's no way now to consume by topics that you might be interested in. Yet there's so much amazing content in the space, right? Like so many thought leaders, so many people, so many experts that are out there. So... What we believe we can do once we organize this content, it, it gives us a chance to then be like, hey, if you just want to come in and you want to hear about, let's say, podcasting best practices from 20 different perspectives, they're going to be diverse perspectives, they're be contradictory perspectives, but we'll surface those perspectives for you and now you have access to that information and you come out of it a lot more you know, educated, a lot more entertained, whatever the case may be. So I think that's a really exciting thing that today as... My, i would love to use part of the reason we do all this is because it doesn't exist and that's the kind of functionality that we're hoping to see in the world and
0: i think that's been a really big motivator along the way as well that's dope man that i mean that was a little bit of a long that was a long elevator ride but Mm, um mm. (laughs) (laughs) but i appreciate uh you get into detail so i mean obviously man with like companies and stuff there's a lot of stories behind how it came to be like What was the light bulb moment where that kind of fucked on? So for you, like, were you listening to a podcast and you were like, man, I want to share just a bit of it. And like, what, how can I do that? Then found there's no tools to do. And you're like, let me build something. Or was it more like, and I asked Rayhan the same question, like, there's an opportunity here to make some money. I feel like I can build that tool. Let me go ahead and do it. But what's the actual story as to how Listen came to be? Yeah, man, it's been a little bit all over the place, right? Like,
1: uh, we have a couple co-founders. We'll get that get into that in a bit. But one of them, Matt, it was his idea. And uh, he was first thinking about how this would have been back around, like, I think 2016, 2017, when the rise of video content in parallel to audio content was taking place, right? Like, the likes of Joe Rogan. They had someone in studio. You get, hey, Jamie, pull that shit up. Jamie pulls up a video, and they're talking about it. You, as an audio listener, mm-hmm. lose context. And it's like, wouldn't it be cool? if you just got like a push notification from your podcast player at that time that like tells you what's going on that moment in time, you pull out your phone, you look at it, you get the context, you go back to listening to the conversation. And I thought that was a cool idea. My big complex, if you will, is like, I have a hard time focusing on things that I feel like might be easily, easily become obsolete, given that they're like a standalone feature for an existing application to easily adopt. And so that was the original idea. I wasn't a part of that. And then they kind of began building Matt and Taylor on that for a while, and since then it's seen a couple of evolutions, right? Like after that, we decided, you know what, there's an opportunity here to help creators make money. Um, the the podcasting space in North America at the time was bringing in like six hundred thousand dollars in annual revenue, and in, in China, for reference, it was bringing in seven point eight million annually, and a large portion wow. of that reason was because. China has normalized the concept of like microtransaction and subscriptions for creators, right? So if I really want to support this show, I can go and subscribe 99 cents a month, anywhere to $5 a month. And that gives you now a stream of revenue to be able to continue to do this at a higher and higher capacity. So that was actually the original idea with Listen. It's like once we landed on that and realized that there's something here that no one was really doing at the time, we jumped all in on it, started building, started creating what we had to to, to get that out in the market. Um, and then after a couple of weeks of that, we, we noticed the headline in the news, TechCrunch is just like a popular uh, <laughs> tech, you know, aggregator of, of, of news across North America, across the world. And there's another company called Himalaya that re- received $100 million in funding for the same idea, just to build yes. this app to do with subscriptions. And we're like, you know what? We're not even that smart. We also don't have $100 million. Like maybe we should try <laughs> something else. Um, and that was like the first pivot that we made to to clips and like short form audio motivated by Joe Rogan's channel on YouTube and a few other things. So I think that was like the first start of the journey to where we are now. And we've had a couple iterations even since because we've launched and um, we're now relaunching, if you will, under another premise. But that's been half the fun, man. Half the fun has been like <laughs> yeah. you just don't know which of these you know different avenues is going to be the one that ends up paying off the one that actually solves a problem you set out to solve but to answer your main question it wasn't no it wasn't like hey let's try to figure out what's broken in podcasting kind of f- fix it it was more like you know what really bothers us about the space being users in it and then trying to leverage that yeah. as an opportunity to make something better in the world
0: yeah i mean i really like that you touched on just like the natural iterations of an idea um because i mean we joke about like oh i was the first one to think of uber or i thought of this or i thought of that but I could imagine like starting with the new idea, getting excited two weeks in, and then you're like, "Oh, this company just got millions of dollars to yep. <laughs> to build this," and they're so much further ahead than where we're at. We're still like in the basement jotting down notes. So instead of saying, you know, hands up, you know, kind of sucks, our timing sucks, but instead you're like, "Okay, what's the next natural pivot to get this to a place that we ultimately wanted to go?" Um, and then obviously two and a half years later, you're still now at the point where you're expanding the team, building the team, going into a second launch of it. Um, Before we move on, I mean, we already touched on co-founders, but Taylor and Matt, obviously I know them well, but give a little bit of uh, insight into kind of that relationship as co-founders, but also as friends and as boys. Of course, of course. I'll preface it by saying that like,
1: We're at a place right now where we're having a lot of conversations. We're beginning to have conversations with investors, right? Some more institutionalized investors like VC firms, some more like angel investors through the likes of Shopify and other people that we've met within our network. And one thing that they'll always bring up, especially for early stage companies like ourselves that haven't found product market fit, right? We're not getting like thousands of users a month trying to use the platform. We're trying to iterate till we get there teams like one of the biggest things they look for, right? Like how well do you get along? How well do you complement each other's skill sets? How well are you able to collaborate to solve this problem without having like, you know, all of the internal struggles that inevitably actually come up when you are doing something really hard and something really frustrating over a long period of time with others. And so, I feel super lucky and fortunate to be able to build this alongside them because we just naturally get along really well. Um, all three of us went to university together. Uh, me and Matt actually were roommates for a year when I when I moved out um, into, um, you know, a, into a place in Ottawa close to Carleton in my third year. And Taylor actually worked with me as well at CUSA when we were there. He was our executive assistant. And so stars kind of aligned that all of us were interested in the same problem and interested on in working on it together. but. It really goes a long way when you have that strong foundation of trust with your co-founders because you're able to be really Blunt objective without people without fear of people taking things personally, which really just only hinders the building process hinders like Everything we're really setting out to do right. We're not here to pat each other's on the back We're we're here to make sure that we build something great. That's going to solve a problem and I think from that perspective It's been amazing because I'm never fearful of like saying something that might, you know, rub someone the wrong way We all just know we're trying to do something that's going to be in the best interest of the company So we've had a bunch of like history together. I think that makes it, um that gives us that ability to jump into that. You don't necessarily always get that when you're trying to find your first co-founder, if you have an idea and you're going down that path. But in this case, it wasn't like that. And I think we all realized we're, we're pretty lucky for it.
0: How do you feel now looking at, listen from you and two of your boys to now 20 people and getting that buy-in from other people who are down to, to work on it with you.
1: It's remarkable to see how much can change in such a short period of time. And Teams is definitely one of those things because at that moment in time, it was us as well as we had a designer on the team. And since from there, we've like really grown to six people working on product now. Three of them are developers, one of them is full-time, two of them are part-time. Um, we have another designer, we have two like product managers. And we have a ton of people that are helping us with things like community management and like our partnership strategy and, and all of these things. So how did it, it all kind of come to be? I think it's pretty it's pretty insane, man. Like I we're pretty lucky to be a part of a community at Carleton of people that are have always like You know, worked well together in different ways and and organized activities and events and fundraising like we're part of the same fraternity. And um, within that fraternity, there's a few other folks also that we knew really well through our undergrad years. And as we were just talking about the idea, the three of us working on it with friends, with, you know, colleagues, all of these things. Um, people just expressed genuine interest, right? They they mm-hmm. either were a fan of what we were setting out to solve um, or they liked the concept of just like, you know, actually beginning to build a company, building product, doing these things that when you're super early stage, you get a lot of exposure to regardless of the role you play within a company. And they wanted to be mm-hmm. a part of it. They wanted to also have that experience, see what it's like, you know. And you do kind of get a crash course in so much of this stuff as, when you're just around it, right? Because we meet, like the whole team meets on a bi-weekly basis now, as like an all hands, but then we also have meetings weekly with like just our product teams and our design teams and all of this stuff. So um, Mm. it very much so feels like an early stage startup and I love it because you get really close to the people that you're building this thing with and you go through a lot of learnings together. All of these challenges that come up that you're trying to, you know, um, resolve and get through, they're all in it for every single play of the day. So it's been awesome, man. And honestly, super lucky to have some of the people that we do have on the team, like a ton of experience, like they're, they're, they're so motivated. They're just so driven and they're super helpful. Mm. So we're trying to get to a place where we can you know, bring on everyone full time, like grow the company and recognizing that yeah. it's a step-by-step process. You can't just jump into that place, right? You got to put in the work and then sure. get there. But as long as that's the it. North star, you know, and that's one of the, the goals, I'm, I'm confident that we'll be there at no time.
0: That's dope, man. Man, one thing that you touched on that I found so important, obviously, like we're not working on things that are too similar, comparable, but even just with the podcast. But that idea of when you talk to someone about it and they show genuine interest, it's kind of like it's kind of motivating It gives you fuel to be like, oh, snap. Like I talked to someone about this. Um, This is something I've been working on in my bedroom for so long. And then they're like, man, I think that's interesting. Like, tell me more about it. It kind of gives you that validation, which is a theme that I've mentioned a couple times uh, to keep going with it. And I think even more important for a company when someone takes that additional step and they're like, "Yo, how do I get involved? Like, how do I join this team? Then you're like, damn, okay, that's one more person who's down to come on, you know, kind of come into this mission and keep building the idea. So it's really cool to hear about to that aspect of like someone showing genuine interest in the idea when you, you talk about it. Um, I want to ask you objectively, like, taken off your hat as like co-founder of Listen, but just as a general, you know, podcast consumer, content consumer, uh, is Listen a good idea?
1: Hmm, yeah. When I think about this, you know, I think about it from a couple of different perspectives. Um, there's one that pops into my head first. We we got like a little crash course at Shopify on angel investing and I kind of snuck in there to kind of see what they're talking about, right? Because <laughs> these are the people that i am trying to eventually pitch to and whatnot. And one of yeah. the things that they said that I'm like, this is a really valid point was being cautious about things that have just never been done before, right? Because we live in a day and age with technology, with access to information, with all of this like frameworks to build where you can go from a concept to a product or an MVP product in a matter of weeks like and I'm talking like 2 weeks not 7. Um, and so mm. if you look around and you see that no one else is doing what you're building right now like be critical, right? Like why is that? Is it because no one's really thought of this or is it because there's some factor that prevents this from being a viable opportunity? And in that regard I'm always skeptical, right? Because listen is something like you can't go and get curated podcast clips across the industry today as far as any application or place that I found based on the experience that we're trying to create. So I'm like, maybe, maybe we're missing something that isn't going to be obvious to us until we're a little bit further along. And we realize, Hey, these are some limitations that we now have to work with it. And I'm open to that possibility. Right. But from the flip side of it, I look at people that do suffer from the problem that listen is Set out to solve. And I can definitely see those people having a quality of life improvement with this product existing. And one person that, you know, mutual, mutual friend, uh, friend of the show, as they say, Rayhan, uh, I was talking to him about this idea. And he was walking me through the process that he takes when he's looking for information from some of his content creators. I think we're talking about the NBA Finals and like Devin Booker, like this bad call. He's like, you know what? I want to just like a breakdown. Of people telling me, was that the right call? Was that the wrong call? And just getting that commentary, mm. and he was walking me through what he had to do. He like he has a list of all these popular sports shows. <laughs> he'll go through and he'll start going through the last couple episodes. He'll jump into the description, try to find in the timestamps if they mention anything about Devin. Go to that part. Wow. Listen if that's what they're talking about. If not, like rinse and repeat. He does this. This isn't a made up scenario. Like this is who Rehan is. It's insane. And so I I'm always curious to see if there's other people that like similarly. I, not everyone's as driven as Rehan, as we know. They don't have 30 goals on the go at once. <laughs> but um, do other people hope to have access to this kind of organized information? And that is something that makes me believe that, you know what, it, it really is a good idea because people, I think, are always looking for, um, you know, things that they resonate with. And it's easy for some of the those golden nuggets to be hidden within all of the vast amounts of information that exists, particularly within podcasting. And if we do a good job of surfacing it, then I really do think listen is a fantastic idea. And um, I think we'll be able to see that shortly once we get it out into the world and see how people begin interacting yeah. with it. But uh, only time will tell, man. You could, you could think you have the, the best idea in the world and then you put it out there and no one uses it and you're like, damn, what's wrong, right? So um, yeah. we're, we're very just open to see
0: what happens. So in that case, like, I mean, I've seen companies come out with similar feature sets that Listen has, like, for instance, Facebook. I, th- I don't know if it's live yet, or they're coming out with something where you're able to trim content and send it, which is like a similar f- feature set. For you, is that a validating thing where you're like, here is this global company that is doing something very similar to what our original idea was? Or is it more annoying? Like, damn, now we got to throw hands with Facebook and we already know who's going to win that battle. So like, what side of the coin is that for you? Personally, I'm not afraid of a fight with Facebook just because I've seen them lose <laughs> a
1: ton of times already, all right? Like, I've been business wars, all these things. Like, I think Zuck has his hand in way too many industries, and I think you got to at Word. some point be like, yo, relax, man, all right? This, uh, you're not that guy. But um, I think when it comes you're to this guy. in particular, when it comes to this in particular, like, the first version of Listen that's available out there today that we've kind of, like, shelved, we've, we've got it to a certain stage, we put it out there, we're like, hey, we don't want to invest more time in that version of Listen. We're, we're, we're iterating, and we're going to release this new 2.0 that's going to be solving yeah. a different problem and that first one sure when we saw people coming out with just the concept of clips and sharing clips it was a punch in the gut a couple times right like you're like damn man Facebook too man you got you got Apple here you got all these in like startups with a ton yeah. of investment like that that takes the wind out of you right um but I think as we reflected on what really we were trying to do the short 60-second s podcast clip wasn't it, right? Like, that's not the audience that we're targeting, right? There's so much context you lose in just trying to trim something down into that short of form of audio. And not too many people that we've seen out there in terms of applications go beyond that 60 seconds. They treat it like a trailer versus that standalone content. And I think that's a fundamental difference. Yeah. And we'll even take it a step further to say... That's step one of the process, being able to let people create this like atomic um, bit of content that, you know, however many minutes it has to be to capture the whole story. The, the real beauty, I think, comes in the organization and delivery of that to users in a personalized way. And so no one's doing that. We're on we're on track to, to get something in place and, and see how people compete. But. If anything, it's validating to know that people are thinking about this, right? Like Spotify just acquired yeah. a company called Pods. Um, they were another clip creator. They they did it using ML. They were capped at 60 seconds. Um, invest Investors like Paris Hilton and a lot of others across the board. Oof. After a year and a half of operating, man, they got scooped for $54 million. So it's like people are thinking wow. about the space. The approaches are different. Obviously, they're like automated clipping. And I think that there's still an advantage to user-generated content. Um, to a degree, and we're working on automated features in the future. But it's cool to see that this is a part of the industry that people are focused on, and what ends up being the right answer here, I'm not sure. But I definitely sure. think short-form audio has a place in the world, and no one's really been able to figure it out yet. So we're excited to see if our solution is going to be the one to to make that work.
0: Agreed. Yeah, the opportunity is definitely there. Man, selfishly, I'm hoping that Listen blows up because. One, you know, when you get the boat or the cottage, I I know I'm on the invite list. And number two, then I could be like, yo, I interviewed this guy back in, you know, 2021 when the team was mad small before any investors, any money was on the table. And hopefully, you know, I can get a little cut. Man, your podcast is going to be right up there
1: in the (laughs) crazy growth factor anyway, man. We're going to have to do a V2 at some point in the future, you know, and, and just reflect on the journey. But uh Yeah, man, it's going to be fun.
0: Uh, The next segment is called the celebration of life segment. So Zamir, this is just a short shout out uh, to someone that might have impacted your journey when it comes to your idea, when it comes to listen, Shopify, whatever, or maybe just more in your personal life. Um, So you can go ahead and give one or multiple shout outs uh, and then I'll give mine after you. So floor is yours. Yeah, I spent some time thinking about this one and it
1: really wasn't that hard. I think for me, you know, when we think about the question of like am I smart enough, it really comes down to like do I want it bad enough, right? Like am I going to go through the uncomfortable nature of figuring it out and 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 putting myself out there and putting in the work to to make this happen and really what that means is long hours right it means a lot of time focused on on your idea on just like trying to make things work and when you have a nine to five those hours are really only available to you on the evenings and weekends and it could be very like demotivating if you're just isolated and doing that by yourself all the time like you're going to find excuses to not do it and you know do other things instead with that time but i feel like when you have um someone around that's like-minded it makes that journey so much easier and for me that's that's got to be my partner reagan um i mean we've been living together for the last couple years and this journey has been a couple years as well and so when i could like unplug from my shopify work nine to five and then we take a little break you know have dinner go for a walk do whatever and then we like sit back down and then we start grinding on our stuff for the side hustle um she has her own stuff going on like she just recently went full-time entrepreneur at the end of July um, working on like marketing strategies for different startups so she very much so is aware of of the lifestyle and just what you know the effort you need to put in to to make some of these things happen and when I think back to um, some of the the, the most frustrating nights or you know the the most exciting nights when you finally figure out that software bug or how to go about implementing something she's always on the other side of the desk um, doing her own work too so I love that, and it makes it easier to do what I gotta do. And um, it makes it also just makes you realize that so much of this comes down to like having that growth mindset and, and being willing to, to figure it out. And I, I definitely see her exemplify that. So yeah, for me, it, it's got to be Reagan, and uh, I'm super lucky to have the ability to, to build something like this with her around. So um, we'll see. We'll see how the rest of this goes. But
0: when you have a bit of support like that, it makes it a whole lot easier. I love that, man. Yeah, Reagan's Reagan's amazing, man. She's just a ball of energy um, in person, online, whatever the case may be, like just a very lovable and likable person. Uh, So happy to to hear that things are are going well with you too. My shout out's gonna be to, so for context, right after university, did a program called Venture for Canada, um, which is a national program that connects recent graduates to startup opportunities across the country. Uh, It's a two-year fellowship, so started that in 2019 and actually just had our graduation yesterday. So the shout out goes out to the VFC cohort of 2019. We made it, look where we are now. Um, I don't think any smarter than we were two years ago, but definitely more experienced, um, working in various startups and different companies. Um, so I think about 40 to 50 of us uh, completed the program. So if anyone from VFC and listening, huge shout out to you, proud of y'all. Um, got into the workforce and then a pandemic started. Um, so definitely glad that all of us are still around to, to tell the tale, but shout out to VFC cohort. Shout out to, to Reagan for holding Zamir down always uh, sending y'all lots of love. So the bad news is we've come to the end of part one of this conversation with Zamir, but the good news is part two is dropping next Sunday. So in the meantime, catch up on any episodes you might've missed, show some love and follow at life IQ podcast on Instagram. And stay tuned for more. Until then, much love.